1: Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Just going live on Instagram now. People that are on, send some questions through, guys. Let's talk some footy. NRL memes, welcome on. Hey, guys, send some questions in. Let's talk some footy, whatever's on your mind. Harry Samuel, welcome on, brother. Jai, welcome on, mate. Shay Ole. (laughs) How good. Got O'Shea with us. Connor, welcome on, mate for 2022. Well, I think you'll definitely be big improvers, mate. I uh, don't know if you'll win the comp, but I think you'll be an improver. There's a lot of teams on top of you that improved as well. That's what makes it tough. What makes it really tough. Uh, Manly's chances next year. Yeah, hard to say with Manly. Uh, obviously, you know, started so poorly last year Turbo came back lit it up but obviously weren't able to beat those top sides so uh, Manly very interesting you'd have to think they'd be there and thereabouts once again uh, if Turbo's playing the same sort of footy you'd have to assume they'll probably be a top four team if he plays 20 plus games so uh, yeah definitely a team that I think can win the premiership to be honest with you the Manly Seagulls thoughts on Bennett at the Dolphins yeah Lond, mate, super excited about Wayne Bennett arriving there, obviously. Uh, I think it's going to be great for the game. I think it's great for a Queensland team to have the godfather of Queensland uh, as their coach. He'll be able to lure so many guys. Uh, I sort of dropped a podcast on it earlier today talking about the guys I'd like to see them target. I think KP and Munster should be at the very top of that list. I think they should be going for a lot of Queensland sort of guys. Harry Grant would be unreal. I think I read something the other day or someone said something to me earlier today about Harry Grant. I think it's his brother, father, and grandfather all played for Redcliffe. So a uh, bit of history there. I-, I would be going for a heap of Queensland guys, heap of, you know, maybe like a Christian Welsh. You need an experienced forward in that side, whether it's Christian Welsh, Luke Thompson, Jesse Bromwich, one of these guys. And there's a heap of really young, exciting Queensland front rowers getting around at the moment as well between Lindsay Collins, Mo Fodder, Waker, these sort of fellas. You know, I'd be going after one of those guys too. So plenty of options. It's going to be an exciting uh, 18 months. Joey Manu a target for Wayno Yeah, I think so, mate. Joey Manu, obviously an exceptional talent. It would be great to see him arrive up there. I think it's going to be hard to convince him to leave the Roosters, but if you hold that fullback carrot out, uh, it would be sensational to see him playing one in a new side. to be a real billboard guy. If you were going to sign one player for the Red Cliff franchise, who would it be? Uh, I would probably go with Cam Munster or KP, to be honest with you, mate. Um... Yeah, it's, they're the two guys. Harry Grand would be right up there with me as well, but I'd probably go those two first. Bofermore, yeah. the got. I assume you mean goat, brother. Yeah, big fan of Bo Um I probably didn't think he was a first grader at the start of the season, to be honest with you, but he's improved out of sight. He's been very impressive this year. So, yeah, big fan of Bofermore now. Really flew under the radar. Vincent, love your page, by the way. Thanks, Vince. Appreciate that, brother. What do the dogs need to do to have a good crack at a top eight spot? Mate, I'm not sure if there's much more you could have done realistically. I really love uh, the lineup that the Canterbury Bulldogs are going to run out with next year. Uh, Probably just need to sort out that halfback role, who's going to play hooker as well. Uh, I love the Matt Burton signing, but I think you need the right people around Matt Burton to get the very best out of him. Um, I think Dufty's going to be key as well at fullback. Um, Should the Dolphins keep Redcliffe as their name? I I like the traditional side of them keeping Redcliffe. I love that. But I do understand that it obviously really narrows down a certain area. Uh, Not that I know my landscape of Queensland all that well. But obviously they probably want to have more of that South Queensland sort of feel to it. Uh, So I understand why they've done it. But I, I wouldn't have changed the logo as much as what they seemingly have. I would have kept with the Redcliffe colors. I think there's some fantastic heritage there. Not that they haven't. But I think they've gone away from it. It's like they, they decided the Redcliffe Dolphins, they're the best financial option, they're the best option for everything, and then they've sort of moved away from that every step that they've taken, essentially. So, um, you know, I'm no, no expert on this sort of stuff, but I would have expected it to the logo to represent a little bit more of what the Redcliffe Dolphins are. Aaron Booth or Aaron Clark to start next year. Really interesting. Uh, I'm not sure which one will start. I thought it was going to be Fogarty, to be honest with you. Uh, I guess that comes down to that preseason. That's the beauty of the Titan situation as far as hookers goes. they got two young guys fighting for a spot. Competition for position is always a positive. So uh, I think Aaron Clark, probably to be honest with you, mate, but I wouldn't be shocked if Aaron Booth has the top job by the end of the year. I also wouldn't be surprised if they sign another hooker uh, over the next few weeks. Uh, KP staying. Knights are going Redcliffe. Not sure, mate. I personally think he'll go to Redcliffe, but we'll see how it unfolds. Do you know any signings for the Dolphins? No, I don't. Sorry, Marty. We'll have to wait and see. I'm not sure if uh, Redcliffe or the Dolphins know any of their signings realistically. I'm sure that Wayne will have a couple of uh, specials up his sleeve. Maybe a Cody Walker, Cam Munster, Caelan Ponga, these sort of guys. My my best bet would probably be Cam Munster. I think he'll be the first guy to sign. I think he'll be their billboard guy as well. What do you think of Coates going to the Storm? Joshua Weir, yeah, love the signing of Coates, mate. Um, Scary to think the amount of ability he has. And he's been in a, you know, with all due respect to Brisbane, not a great system his entire career so far. So once he does enter the Melbourne Storm system, he could be absolutely anything. It'll be terrifying to see what he can do over the next few years. Knights top eight or bottom eight, Peter Sterling says they'll be big improvers. Yeah, mate, somewhere from six to ten. If you told me that KP and Pierce play 15 plus games, I'd probably say top eight, probably under 15 games to KP and Pierce. They possibly fall into that nine, ten mark. Is Burton the new Thurston? I uh, wouldn't go that far, mate. Uh, I really like Matty Burton, uh, but I wouldn't go as far as to say he's ne- the next Thurston. You know, Obviously, Thurston had a fantastic career. It started off with him winning a premiership, obviously coming off the bench because Steve Price was injured. Matt Burton, I would say he his first premiership is better than Thurston's first premiership. He established himself in that team. He was you know, one of if not the best centres in the t- in the in the competition this year. Sorry, so I probably wouldn't say is the next Thurston. How good's Peter Holler? signing to the Raiders, yeah, really underrated one that flew under the radar over the last forty eight hours or so. I like Peter Holler. I think he'll do well down there in Canberra. They've got so much depth in that pack; it's crazy. Sharks Top 8 2022, another team. They'll be somewhere from 6 to 10, I'd say, around that mark. Uh, Recruited really well. I just worry about who's going to play 13 and who's going to play halfback for the Sharkies, but uh, they should be the most determined team in the competition with some of the guys. They've signed Cam McInnes and Finucane walking into that team. So really interesting watch the Sharkies. We got. Uh, who's the seven for the dogs? You'd have to assume it'll be Kyle Flanagan. Uh, I'd love to see them just give him a full season, though. I don't know why they didn't do that last year, to be honest with you. I, I don't think Avirillo is a halfback. Um, there's obviously a couple of guys that are going to be off contract. I mean, you've now seen Ash Taylor join the Warriors. Does that mean Chanel Harris-Tavita could leave? Does that mean Cody Nicarima could leave? There could be some movement still in this competition as far as halfbacks go, so I wouldn't be shocked if someone walks into Uh, this Canterbury system over the next few weeks... Any New South Wales Queensland Cup players that you think will make the jump to NRL next year? Mate, it's really hard to say because, uh, you know, my, myself, I watch a lot of New South Wales Cup but there hasn't been a heap of it this year. Uh, there's a couple of guys from the Roosters that I would have tipped to but they've already come through and played. Queensland Cup, uh, I'm not sure what his name is but, you know, obviously he was the best player in the comp. Uh, the winner, Manly Seagulls, uh, their their hooker, he looked like a really exceptional talent to me. I'm not sure who he signed with but he's a guy that could step up but I haven't been able to watch as much cup footy as I would have liked this year to be honest with you mate really looking forward to it coming back next year and getting stuck into it again Uh, mate Bennett is the perfect lure for a lot of players 100% he is Oshay Ole how good's Oshay Ole unreal yeah mate Wayne Bennett I think he's going to be unreal he couldn't have come up with a better guy to coach this team a better guy to recruit over the next 12 months as well so I think they've really landed on their feet there What do we do in the off-season? Fuck, you're telling me, brother. It's going to be a push. Uh, We've got plenty of content coming on the Rugby League Guru podcast. Still podcasts coming each and every day. All random topics, whatever I can uh, come up with off the dome, mate. But stay tuned. Plenty of content still to come. Personally, if Cody was off contract, I feel like Wayne would snatch him in a heartbeat. So do I, mate. And I think it'd be a fantastic signing. Uh, Cody Walker obviously went to Palm Beach Carumban as a young bloke. So he's sort of already been up there in the area. I think Cody Walker would be a great signing and... Uh, mate, for all we know, this could all turn belly up very quickly for South Sydney. And Cody Walker, he might be begging for an out in 12 months' time. So you never know. Uh, it might be perfect. Maybe maybe Luttrell as well. We'll have to see how it all plays out. Would you have Brandon Wakeham at 7 and play Everett the utility role and give Biondo Odo more time to develop? Is Brandon Wakeham there? I love the guy. I think he's got a heap of ability, but I was told the other day he's been released. Uh, You know better than me, everything Bulldogs. Uh, I love Brandon Wakeham. Same same situation as Flano, though. If you're going to choose one of these guys at the 7, give them 15 weeks to work their way into that position. Don't give them three weeks, throw it out the window, go someone else and flip and change all the time. Beyond Iodo, I would definitely get him in this side a little bit more. Uh, Avarillo, I'd probably play him at fullback or in the centres. Uh, maybe you can't play him at 5'8". you got Matty Burton. I know no, it's a really hard puzzle to work out uh, with the Canterbury Bulldogs, but I just think they've got to decide on a 7 and stick with it until origin at least and just let them work it out themselves. Who do you like for the 18th team? Mate, I haven't, I haven't even thought about it, to be honest with you. I'd love to see another New Zealand team. love to see a Perth side as well. I think that would be unreal, but um, it's a bit hard to say without going into the finances of each situation and whatnot. Who wins the Spoon in 2022? Tough one, mate. I think that all the teams at the bottom probably improve. The Cowboys, maybe, uh, depending on how much footy Town Malolo plays. They were pretty disappointing this year. Uh, the West Tigers, I mean, I think they finished 13th or something this year. They won't be far off. Yeah, I don't know, mate. I haven't had a good look at it yet, but um, yeah, it's going to be a pretty hot race. No doubt about that. How good was SJ and the Ice podcast? Yeah, mate, I thought that was great. Uh, Sean Johnson, very comfortable with Ice as well. So I thought it was great. Some of the stuff that he talked about, how open he was, talking about the comparisons to Benji, how open he was, talking about how he almost signed with Canterbury. I thought that was unreal. Uh, mate, the character arc of SJ has been so impressive. I've, I, I, you know, probably five years ago, I was sort of like, Jesus, where's this career going to end up? It's going to, it could be one of the biggest disappointments ever. He hasn't won a comp or anything, but... God, he's improved as a footballer. And just as a bloke, it's hard not to love SJ anymore. I, I I really enjoy listening to him, watching him play. He's one of my favorites now. Can't wait to watch him arrive back. Uh, in New Zealand. Any youngsters you're looking forward to watching next year? Yeah, obviously Selwyn Cobbo. I think he's the, he's on the tip of everyone's tongues. He looks very impressive to me. Egan Butcher from the Roosters. Very, very keen to see him go around. Toby Sexton as well. It looks like he could be handed the keys up there at the Gold Coast Titans. So another one I'm excited for. Uh, not as young, but Reuben Cotter. I can't wait to see him go around for a full season as well. So a couple to keep an eye on. Do you see Paul Olamotti playing in the NRL next year? I probably don't... Uh, Maybe at the back end of the season, mate, I'd give him the whole season in Reggie's. He's a supreme talent. I watched him play I watched him play SG Ball last year, and he could have played Harold Matz that day. So off the top of my head, I still, still think he's got two years where he can play SG Ball. So no, mate, I don't think you will see him in first grade now, I think, about that. But I think over the next few years, you definitely will. Question of the day, who will be the marquee signing for the Dolphins? Yeah, probably Munster, mate. Munster or KP, I think. We got... Thoughts on Paul Alamoti? Yeah, just spoke about him. Supreme talent. Very young, very raw. I think Canterbury will take their time with this guy because he will be a star of the future. But I wouldn't be rushing him into first grade. There's no need. You have got a couple of handy centres in that side. A couple of guys arriving. A couple of guys that are already there as well. So no need to rush him in. Uh, will Jaden Nicarima play for Melbourne this year? Uh, I'm not sure, mate. Jaden Nicarima is a really interesting one. Uh, be a great story if we saw Nicarima make his way back in. Jaden, obviously, the. Is he young? I think he's younger than Cody, isn't he? Younger brother. Um, But, yeah, I'm not sure if he'll get a start in that Melbourne side. They don't just hand out jerseys down there. You've really got to earn it. So an interesting storyline to watch there. Uh, All-time goat. I would go with Cam Smith, uh, but I wouldn't argue if someone said Joey either. It has to be one of those two for me. Um, Yeah, Cam Smith for me. If you told me Joey wouldn't push back on you, wouldn't argue with you. Happy with either of those two. But I would have Cam Smith slightly in front of him. Uh, thoughts on Auckland Warriors, brother? Uh, yeah, mate, I think they're going to have a good season next year. I think they've recruited really well. I love SJ returning. Interesting to see who plays six, whether it's Ash Taylor, Nick Arima, Chanel harris Uh, A lot of guys to choose from there. I'd love to see Ash Taylor get the gig, to be honest with you. I've always been a big fan of Ash Taylor. Supremely talented, just been has, hasn't been able to get it right so far in his career. So fingers crossed we can see the best out of Ash Taylor. I think I said on the podcast earlier today, I watched him as a youngster, mate, and you've never seen a more mature football head for an 18 year old he was incredible so hopefully we can see the best out of Ash because I kind of feel robbed as a footy fan that I haven't seen it yet Peter Hollow, yep liked the signing mate thoughts on Tyrone May's post yeah I think he, it was a good call deleting it Um, yeah didn't really like the way that Tyrone May carried himself to be perfectly honest with you uh, didn't like the way he betrayed that situation at all thought it was a bit low uh, thoughts on Coates going to the Storm yep yeah, very exciting I think he'll carve jeez Paul Alamonte you're all keen on him far out hey Guru thoughts on the young crop of boys coming through at the Dragons Jordan mate I love these guys um, saw the 5-8 play SG ball last year absolutely carved it up didn't think I'd see him in first grade for a couple of years but he came in and did a sensational job uh, it'll be interesting to see what Hook does whether he just bloods all these guys straight away I think it's really interesting what the Dragons are doing at the moment it's sort of like a money ball situation not making any major signings just a heap of sort of fringe first grade sort of journeymen sort of guys they're putting all together but they've all got a point to prove um they're all guys that probably haven't reached their full potential in the nrl so w- weird times at St George. they're a really interesting team to watch but all these journeymen all these like experienced guys that are probably unwanted at other clubs with this bunch of youngsters it's going to be very interesting i think people forget with the dragons that if it wasn't for Barbecue Gate last year, I mean, they were in the top eight with a couple of weeks to go. So, could have been anything for St. George. It's really interesting times. If Ben Hunt stays on the field, could be anything for them. Interesting potential signing of Lockie Miller to the Sharks. Yeah. I don't know Lockie myself. I kind of know him through extension. Um, know his wife. She's an absolute legend. From what I've gathered from other people, he's a champion bloke too. Uh, can definitely play from what I've seen as well. So, you don't very often see guys go from union to league, it's normally the other way around so hopefully the Sharks, they can be patient with this guy, it's not going to be an easy transition for him it's going to take time, but if the Sharks are patient, I think they can get a really quality footballer there, so really exciting to see Lockie Miller come over, hopefully it's true, thoughts on Penasini huge fan of Penasini, we tipped him off in the preseason as a guy to watch, Uh, he burst on the scene, he did not let anyone down so very exciting future for Penasini he's great on both sides of the ball as well Guru reckon we can collab for an episode or two on the potty next season. For sure, mate. A uh, different league podcast. Send me a message whenever you want, brother. We can collab whenever. Uh, yep. Everyone give him a follow. A different league podcast. Uh, hopefully, we'll link up and do a podcast together soon. That'll be good fun, mate. What's on Dufty to the dogs? Do you reckon we will unleash his full potential? Ah, uh, maybe. I don't know. The thing that I like about Dufty, mate, is that he's really talented. He's really talented. He's got his back against the wall. It's a one-year contract. I love that you didn't give him three years. You gave him one year and you said, you've got to prove yourself here. Let's see what you got. So, Dufty, he can play. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. Um, As a Canterbury fan, I'd be excited about this one. Yeah, I mean, you didn't spend too much money on him. He's desperate. If he doesn't do well, he's probably going to England. The only thing that worries me about Dufty is that there's been two coaches that have come through the Dragons. Um, Whenever they win... He's in the top three players on the field, yet every coach decides that they don't need him. So, really interesting. I hear, you know, Corey Norman, the YKTR boys, talk about Dufty like like he's an absolute champion. Um, I've never heard any players say a bad word about Dufty or, you know, seen any body language that indicates to me he's a bad bloke. But, geez, what the two coaches have done makes it really interesting. So, we'll have to see how that one plays out. Uh, what have we got? If you could make out with any player, who would it be? Have to be Radley, I think, mate. Probably my favourite there. Good-looking Rooster, too. Do you think most teams right now are expected to make the eight for some team? Unrealistic, or is every team just as close? Yeah, I think most teams can make the eight, mate. There's probably only a handful that I'd say can't make the eight, but I wouldn't say it confidently either. Rugby league, it's 13 on 13. Guys are Two arms, two legs. It's anyone's every week. And, uh, yeah, I wouldn't rule anyone out, mate, but I think there's only five or six teams that can win this competition realistically. Uh, Do Titans improve? Now Fogarty is gone. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure if they improve without Fogarty. I think he's one of their better players uh, I think they need to find a hooker. If I was the Titans and I was giving Jamal Fogg to the Camber Raiders, I'd want to play a swap to get myself my hands on Josh Hodgson. But they have got the two young hookers there. The kid coming from Melbourne, I'm not as convinced. He's going to be the superstar that people tell me. But we'll see how that one plays out. Titans, they've got a good squad. It's like they're just missing that one experience head in their spine and they just let probably their oldest guy in their spine go. So interesting times for the Titans up there. Um, Paul Alamonte jeez I can't believe how popular Paul Alamonte is unreal uh, any news where and Lewis is going no mate I haven't heard anything but uh, I think and Lewis's time in the NRL might be uh, done and dusted I think that might be curtains on that unfortunately go to England uh, make a bit of coin enjoy yourself and maybe return later but I think for now I can't see him getting a spot in the NRL anywhere don't mind Dufty but not a long-term option Joey Manu signing yeah I mean if you can get your hands on Joey Manu and You know, you're a football team. You'd definitely be stoked with that. Redcliffe joining the comp. How will the buys work? This is what I'm worried about, mate. Now, you think about it. Every single week, someone needs to have a buy. There's going to be 17 teams in the competition. The competition is going to have to go for more than 17 weeks. You're still going to have rep rounds and everything, but people are going to get really upset when their club gets their buy in round one. There's no point having it. It's just an extended preseason. Um, there's going to be other teams that are going to get their buys during origin or at the back end of the season, and then other teams are going to be pissed off when they got there. So it's going to be really hard for the NRL to work out because I guarantee you, whichever team has their buy in week one, they are going to be filthy, absolutely filthy. Uh, I'm not sure how you do it. Do you give it to the Premiers, do you give them week off? Do you give it to, you know, the wooden spot? I don't know how you do it, whether you pick it out of a hat, no idea. But there's going to be losers out of that situation, and everyone's going to blow The likes you're going to get the conspiracies coming out, all this sort of shit. Um, Yeah, can't you just see it happening? If a bottom team has their buy-in week one, and the Roosters or Melbourne have theirs around Origin, I mean, it's just going to be chaos. So one thing they need to keep an eye on, uh, one thing that's going to be very interesting. Everyone hyped up Swali's debut. Do you reckon Alamonte <laughs> should be hyped up as much? Fuck. Mate, I've never seen a 17-year-old talked about so much. This is unreal. Um, Yeah, mate, I think Swali, he was probably a better talent than what I've seen of Alamonte so far. Um, still a while to go, mate. Let's let him play a season of SG ball when he's the right age. Then let's talk about him, yeah? Uh, eighteen team... Thoughts on Isaac Liu? Barely ever watch Roosters games, so how good is he? Yeah, I think he's really solid, mate. Um, I don't think he's going to be a huge needle mover for the Gold Coast Titans. He'll do a job for you. He'll be consistent. He's not going to be a standout star, but he'll bring a lot of experience to that team. That team is better with Isaac Liu in it than without him. That's for sure. No doubts about that. Uh, have the have the Titans put too much pressure on a whole new inexperienced half-pairings in Brimham and Sixton? That's what I sort of question, mate. I think it's a really interesting time for the Titans, as I've said a few times. But, yeah, you're going in with a fullback who's going to play six. You're going in with a rookie halfback. You're going in with a fullback that, yes, he played well last year. But, you know, that second year is always tougher. Backing up on that second season is always tougher. So, yeah, not really sure how the Titans are going to go, mate. Hard to get a read on. Um, what have we got do Raiders become contenders with their new seven I, I, I actually don't think it moves the needle a heap to be honest with you I know people love Jamal Fogarty as do I um, I say to people why do you think he's going to make a big difference for the Raiders they say because he's the organizing half that Jack White needs look That's exactly what Sam Williams is. Now, I think Jamal Fogarty is a better footballer than Sam Williams, but is there a gaping hole between Jamal Fogarty and Sam Williams? Personally, I don't think there is. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Last time, uh, the Canberra Raiders signed a halfback from the Gold Coast Titans with Aiden Caesar. He got him to a grand final a couple of years later. So watch this space, but I'm not sure if Jamal Fogarty is the huge needle mover that people are acting like he is. Do you think Taft could be coming out now at seven? I think he could, mate. He'd be my seven for next year. Um, I sort of said this all the start of the season, that he has played a lot of halfback over the last few years. People have only seen him play fullback. I think he could step in and play a role at seven, but really big shoes to fill. You want to have some big feet to try and replace that of uh, Adam Reynolds, obviously. Thoughts on a possible PNG NRL team? I guess it is possible, mate. Uh, I think it's been pretty successful up there in the Queensland Cup, from what I've gathered. Not that I've played heaps, paid heaps close attention to it, but I definitely think it could work. It would take a lot of work. There's a lot that goes into it, but it'd be unreal if it did happen. Kuji Wombats, welcome on. Coach down there, sensational club in South Sydney. Do you think Adokar Carter fullback? No, I'd keep him on the wing, mate. I think he's the best winger in rugby league. Maybe Brian Toto's jumped him now, but if he's not the best, he's the second best winger in rugby league. Love Josh Adokar on both sides of the ball. Uh, Paul Olamonte, a shout for rookie of the year. I doubt it, mate. I don't think he'll play enough rugby league. You've got to remember, he's now the right age to play SG ball. Yeah, he's not... He's like 17, so he's probably not going to play first grade. He's probably not going to play a full season. That's the reality of it. Canterbury won't rush him in. Do you think Wayne can get a top 15 player to Redcliffe? 100%. I would be willing to bet Wayne potentially gets two top 15 players to Redcliffe, which will make them a real excitement machine and a team to watch. What do you think of Nene McDonald to the Broncos? Really like it. Always been a fan of Nene McDonald. He's a huge body. He's great coming out of his own end. He's a kick target. He offers a lot Nene McDonald. It's... um. Been a really underwhelming career so far, to be perfectly honest with you. I think he's got a lot to offer. I think he'd be a really good signing for a lot of clubs. Who else can you see? Tom versus George Burgess. Yeah, I think it'd be unreal. George obviously returning to the Dragons. Tom with South Sydney. Uh, Seeing these two go head-to-head. We haven't seen it before, I don't believe. Uh, So that'd be great to see. Any surprises in the current offseason moves yeah I didn't see the Fogarty move coming at all Uh, I saw Tyrone Peachy leaving the Titans I probably didn't see him landing at the Tigers though that one sort of surprised me a little bit Um, some of the guys the Dragons have signed have sort of knocked me over a little bit too I understand what they're doing uh, but I wouldn't have predicted a lot of their signings that they've come up with Thoughts on Luke Brooks winning Tigers player of the year. I wouldn't have given it to him personally. Um, really interesting situation over there with Brooksy. I really I wish they would just release him, let him go and play somewhere else. Perfect divorce just going nowhere fast between Brooksy and the Tigers Uh, I think Brooksy's a great player I would love to see him in a different system and I'm confident he would be successful in a different system but the Tigers and Brooksy I mean fuck it's been 10 years it doesn't work let's separate them move on you've got Jackson Hastings riding you've got Adam Dewey there you've got quality guys coming through reserve grade as well for the West Tigers let Brooksy go let him have a crack somewhere else let him get under a new system I think he'd do really well uh, what else have we got? Ch-ch-ch- Brett Kenny and Immortal. Troy, I really like this one, mate. Uh, I think Brett Kenny has done enough to be an immortal. I think you can see him just over my shoulder there, Brett Kenny, Burt, champion player. Um, yeah, look, I think I think it's criminally underrated how like we 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 always look at Dali M medals and say, oh, you know, Thurston won this many, Joey won this many. For me, when I I look at Clive Churchill medals and I go, who was the best guy on the biggest stages consistently? I think that Brett Kenny I mean, I think he played in four grand finals. He scored two tries in three of them. And then the one they lost, he got denied two tries. So Brett Kenny arriving on the big stages. The natural had Peter Sterling next to him. I understand that. But on the biggest stages, Brett Kenny was always the best player on the field in the 80s. So I think he has to be seriously thought about as an immortal. No doubt about it. Do you think Dane Laurie will have a big year next year? Yeah, I think he will, mate. Obviously, second year is always tough. Depends how the Tigers go. But... I think he just brings so much energy that he's going to have a good season. No matter you know, I I just think he brings so much energy that he will have a good season. He just goes too hard not to. Um, Will Storm be bottom four if they lose two or three of Munster, Grant, Smith, and Welsh? I doubt it.
0: Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb.
1: Uh, The best coaches, they do the best work. Bellamy's one of the best coaches, if not the best coach. That Melbourne Storm team will stay up there until he goes. Who was a better junior, Sam Walker or Ash Taylor? Ash Taylor, for me, I know recency bias and people blow up and lose their minds over that. But if you saw Ash Taylor when he was 18 years old, he was unbelievable. He was just like... Nothing I've seen before. Sam Walker's unbelievable as well. Don't get me wrong, but if I had to separate the two that when I saw them at 18 before they played first grade, I would have gone for Ash Taylor. If you swap their situations over and Sam Walker walks into a Gold Coast Titans system 10 years ago and Ash Taylor walks into the Roosters today, very different storylines, believe me. Um, Guru, do you use the NRL subreddit? Nah, Reddit's not a place for me, mate. Too dark, too wild over there. Can't handle it. Benji an Immortal. For me, he just misses out. Um, I understand the legacy he's had on our game, the impact he's had on rugby league. It's very hard to argue with. But for me, I just don't think Benji achieved enough on field. And I I know that's not entirely what the Immortals is about, but fuck, it has to play a role, doesn't it? Yes, he won the comp in 05, but I look at that premiership and I look at Joey's premierships. For example, Joey was the Clive Churchill in 01. He came up with a match-winning play in 97. I look at Benji 05 wasn't his team. It was Scott Prince's team for me. Yes, he had the amazing flick pass. It was sensational. Scott Prince was the skipper. He was the Clive Churchill medalist. After that, Benji didn't go back to another grand final until he was on the bench for the South Sydney Rabbitohs in 2021. Um, Benji hasn't won a finals game as a starting player in a decade. Love him, but that stuff has to play a role for me. Your your on-field achievements, they have to matter when you're getting inducted into the top 0.001% of players of all time. I know that's an unpopular opinion. Love Benji, got all the respect in the world for him, but when you're talking about putting guys in the absolute, like the 14 best players to ever exist, you have to be harsh and you have to make some tough decisions. Benji doesn't make it for me, though. Uh, Thoughts on Peachy to Tigers? Think it's a good signing. Could be 13 or 14. Yeah, he should be Jersey 13 without a doubt. Um, I'm just not convinced that the Tigers are the club to get the very best out of him realistically. Couple more questions, guys. Good God, there's a lot. Sorry, guys. I've probably missed a few. Do you think the Dolphins half pairing of Munster and Taylor would work? Uh, Taylor, I assume you mean Ash Taylor, mate. Interesting one. I'd probably want... More of a seven in that team, I think Taylor's going to be uh, more of a five eight moving forward. Now, Bradley Clyde, a sniffer's an immortal. I think he should be thrown right up there, mate. Uh, Bradley Clyde, I think he's the most complete forward we've ever seen, uh, probably along with Brad Fittler when he was playing thirteen. I've got a, I've got a, um, a reel I'm going to drop over the next few days about Bradley Clyde. If you're a Brad Clyde fan, stay, stay tuned for it. You'll really, really like it. It's pretty crazy. Something he does in a game. Do you think a mortal should only be given out once 15 years to the best player in each generation? Um, I dropped a thing on this about 18 months ago, how I would do it. Um, I'm trying to remember how I would do it. I think for each decade, sorry, each 20 years, you pick like four players. I think I said something along those lines. And then you pick, you know, one immortal out of that group. The guys that miss out, they also get to go into the next 20 years to be re-evaluated. So you're comparing guys over 40 years, something along those lines. Can't remember off the top of my head, but I think it's fair to say that however the hell we're doing the Immortals right now, it probably isn't working because no one's got any idea what's going on with it. So I definitely think it needs a revamp, no doubt about that. Uh, Ash Taylor's career has been disappointing. Yeah, for sure, mate. He's been in pretty poor systems. I know you're a huge Ash Taylor hater, so I'm not going to go too deep there. But, um, yeah, it's been disappointing. uh, But hopefully he can land in a better system like the Warriors next to Sean Johnson and we can see the best of his footy because he definitely is better than what we've seen so far. Any Queensland Cup players who you think could feature in the Dolphins' initial 17? Connor, mate, haven't watched enough of Queensland Cup this year, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, Who's the next immortal guru? Uh, For me, I would probably go Brad Fittler, Darren Lockyer. Uh, I'd also consider Brett Kenny, as I said, but I think Fittler and Lockyer, they have to go in. I don't think there's any questions about that. I think these two guys have to feature. Um, Hey, mate, hope you're doing well. What do you think about Fitzy trying to bring? Yeah, I really like the Lockie Miller signing. Sort of know him by a long extension. Um, and from what I've heard, uh, champion bloke, seen him play. Sevens obviously looks really talented. Sharkies just need to be patient with this guy. Give him a heap of time. Not many guys uh, come from union to league. So it is going to take time to make that transition. We just need to be patient, which, as we know in rugby league, we're not overly great at doing that. Watson's role in 2022. Connor Watson arriving at the Sydney Roosters. Uh, well, I thought he was going to be 14, but from talking to Kempy the other day, him and Cameron Smith seem convinced he's going to be the starting nine. So, for me, Connor Watson's got a bit of work to do over the next few months. If he's going to be a starting hooker, um, sort of throws passes like watermelons at the moment, with all due respect to him. He, he really needs to work on his passing game. Uh, but, no doubt, at a club like the Sydney Roosters, Connor Watson could do it. Uh, if he improves his running game, wow, could be absolutely anything for him. He's a real talent. Could force himself into a 14 jersey for the New South Wales Blues if he's able to play well there. Could Cody Walker fall off without Reynolds beside him? Yeah, quite possibly. I think it's going to be a really tough year for Cody Walker. Uh, Losing Reynolds, losing Wayne, getting a rookie coach who, you know, with all due respect to him, he's no Wayne Bennett. He's probably going to do things a little bit differently. I I think it's going to be a tough year for South Sydney, a little bit frustrating. There'll be a lot of question marks on Cody Walker, as there always is. We know the media loves to come after Cody Walker. uh, So no doubt they will again next year. So don't fall into that trap. Uh, Support Cody Walker. Yeah, he's did everything he could possibly do in that grand final to win it for them. Yes, he threw the intercept, but, mate, guys that want to win big games of football, they want the ball in their hands, they're willing to take risks. If that pass gets past Stephen Crichton, all of a sudden, Cody Walker's a Clive Churchill medalist. I've got a lot of respect for guys that put all their chips in the middle. Um, How would Magic Round work in 2023 with the Dolphins in the comp? Another thing to think about, Magic Round, all of a sudden a team misses out. Uh, Is your team the one that's happy to miss out on Magic Round? Highly doubt it. So another thing to think about there. What's the go with Metcalf, mate? Hope we don't lose him at the Shark. He's a great talent. From what I've heard, he will be at the Warriors in 2023. uh, Potentially next year as well. So that would be a massive loss for Cronulla. I'm a big fan of Luke Metcalf. AA, where will doggies end up next year? Top 8. I think you'll just miss, to be honest with you, mate. Um, Yeah, I think you'll just miss. I know you're still a big fan. Watch every week. So fingers crossed for you, mate. Uh, Who will be signing of the season in 2022? Uh, I'd like to say SJ. I think that would be an unreal narrative. Um, keep an eye on for Tony for the Sydney Roosters. Uh, pr- he probably won't play enough minutes and everything to be the signing of the year, but I think he'll do really, really well. Connor Watson's another one that could potentially be signing of the year, no doubt about that. Thoughts on decision to let Fogarty go without receiving anything in return? Seems odd given his maturity and leadership skills. I definitely would have wanted someone in return. I would have taken Josh Hodgson. Also would have taken Tommy Simons, any of those guys. What have we got? Steve Roach, welcome on, mate. How good is the Dolphins? Roosters for 22-22 Premiership. Yeah, 2022, Roosters, I think they will give this Premiership a real shake. Obviously, a heap of guys this year that gained a lot more experience that they wouldn't have if the Roosters didn't have all these injuries. So they've put themselves in a really good spot heading into next season. No doubt about that whatsoever. Guys, uh, it's about half an hour or so. I'm going to love you and leave you there. Uh, This will be available on the podcast tomorrow at some point, probably about lunchtime or so. So if you missed any of this live and you'd like to watch it again, listen to it again tomorrow, it'll be available on the Rugby League Guru podcast along with plenty of other content coming tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Cheers for tuning in again.